Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. The following podcast contains... Only I didn't say fudge. And for gosh sake, watch your language. Watch your profanity. Right, I'm sorry. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question. When I ask you for Mego Steve Austin the Bionic Man, and you brought me a knockoff Ken doll with his eye gouged out, what the hell were you thinking, Santa? You didn't think I was going to notice? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is a Friday, December 18th, 2015, Veteran of a Thousand Christmas Wars edition, where we try to put a Jewish messiah back into a pagan winter solstice festival. Stay tuned! The What the Hell Were You Thinking podcast is brought to you in part by Carl Kringle's Discount Elf Hut. Are you a mythic entity who needs seasonal labor? Call Carl Kringle. It doesn't matter if you're coloring chicken eggs for a rabbit to hide, stealing the genetic material of prepubescent children for paltry sums of cash, or managing a polar sweatshop producing knockoff toys, Carl Kringle can meet your seasonal staffing needs. All of our elves are legal, tested, and fittest with the latest in tracking technology. So even if you do have a runner, they won't get far. Carl Kringle's Discount Elf Hunt. The magic is in the savings. If you would like to sponsor the show, you're probably the kind of guy who believes in elves too, huh? Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're going to press on, and we're going to have the hap-hap-happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's going to find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Clark? It's over. Not according to Santa's watch, it isn't. Now, come on, son. Stay out of this, Dad. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell. It's a week before Christmas here at the show, and I've sent all the research monkeys home to celebrate their traditional holidays with their families. Even the Jews, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, Shintos, and that one kid who swears he's not a Scientologist but keeps trying to get everyone to read Dianetics. You're not fooling anyone, Gavin. Everyone knows Hubbard was a con man whack job. We do this here at the show partly to support diversity, but mostly because we don't have the budget to pay them until the beginning of next year. So this week's show is an all-atheist Christmas special. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Kiss your ass. Happy Hanukkah. Oh, so you're just really going to fucking hate it. Christmas and I have this complicated relationship. I don't care for Joe. It goes back way into my childhood. I, I'm, I'm sure at some point I believed in all the Santa jazz and left out cookies or wrote him letters, but... Like so many other things in my childhood, I can't actually remember doing any of it. 
My brain doctor thinks it was the night of 201 Soju's Christmas Eve 1990s and Madame O's Song Tong in South Korea. He's pretty sure those memories died along with the last scraps of my dignity and self-respect and any chance of my ever being allowed back into the Republic of South Korea. now and ever come back! I, I can't really be sure when I stopped the Santa baby in around the Christmas tree, but once I did, Christmas was... Never the same. I mean, I got into the idea of receiving a ton of shit every year around December 25th, particularly after my family joined the Air Force and we had money to buy us toys instead of the lovingly crafted Copra lights we received as Christmas gifts prior to this. And you know, when I think about it now, those fossilized shit statues lovingly carved by my mother were better than toys because they were made from the heart. I'm lying, I'm lying. My parents were always great about giving my sister and I toys. And the only time we actually received shit statues, both of us had been particularly naughty that year. What I am saying is that after the fantasy of Christmas ended, nothing about it seemed all that much fun. Of course, getting a steam iron your last Christmas at home before you leave for the military will kind of kill the spirit for a kid. But if you really want to kill your Christmas spirit, you can do one of two things. Watch a Fox News special and hear a vapid, empty-headed fart bag whinge about people taking the Christ out of Christmas. Or sign up for the United States military, which admittedly requires a deeper sense of commitment than 90% of Fox viewers can stomach. I would rather you just said thank you and went on your way. Otherwise, I suggest you pick up a weapon and stand a post. Either way, I don't give a damn what you think you are entitled to. Spend your very first Christmas Eve away from home, crying yourself to sleep at night in a basic training bunk after a no-neck moron had been screaming at you all day. That'll just fill you with the Christmas spirit. So from that very first is Christmas away from home, through the years of working midnight shifts on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, guarding nuclear weapons, to one thrilling year in Panama, keeping angry Cuban refugees who'd left their homeland seeking freedom in the equivalent of a concentration camp. See, that's how you use irony. Never mind. No, that particular exciting Christmas in Panama, having the occasional fist-sized rock hucked at your head by angry people who only just wanted to be free, to the strains of Felice Navidad, will really turn your warmed chestnuts into some cold, sodden lumps in the tidy whities of your heart. And I, I don't want to come across as angry that I spent 10 years of my life constantly being shuttled around the world on a moment's notice, missing important holidays with alarming consistency because, well, you don't have a wife and kid like Sergeant Breeder does, because... I don't, and I'm not at all bitter about the times that I actually had to break up with someone because I was being deployed to South Suck-Ass Central America the week before Christmas. Not in the least when I was supposed to meet her family and maybe things were going well. No, I'm not mad at all. So that when I am bombarded by constant visual images of happy families, I am not in the tiniest fashion reminded of all the chances I lost to have one of my own. I'm not fucking bitter in the least! Sorry, I, I, need, I, I need to calm down and have some dip and remember what Dr. Dickle says. Have some deep breaths, take another drink. Have some deep breaths, take another drink. Now that I think about it, this is pretty strange advice for a doctor. 
Do doctors usually see their patients on the back patio of the coal yard on First Avenue? If ten years in the military grievously wounded Christmas, it was the couple of years that I spent working at a Walmart as a store detective that actually murdered it. Because when you spend from the 15th of October to the 1st of January listening to the same eight Christmas songs over and over again, when you go through your first Black Friday at a Walmart, you will understand the sheer unmitigated hell that is working retail between the end of August and the 1st of January. It is... Oh my, uh, oh God, Dr. Dickel, Dr. Dickel. But if that was what killed Christmas, it was the advent of the culture wars that dug the body up and then committed acts of necrophilia on its worm-ridden corpse. <laughs> oh, come on! Let me be clear. I don't care one way or another if you say Merry Christmas, hang a wreath on your door, Put a Jesus pageant and a laser show on your lawn, so long as that shit is wrapped up by 10 p.m. on weeknights and midnight on the weekends. But there is literally nothing about this made-up bullshit holiday that I give a damn about except that come every year around Halloween, some burnished scrotum buffs off his Jesus snow globe and arranges it on his desk so it can be seen by the camera, finds a random irrelevant news story about a liberal atrocity consistent of one off-the-cuff comment about Kwanzaa or something called a winter festival instead of a Christmas pageant and launches into a 30-minute pay-on to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and his being the reason for the season. Asshole! Axial motherfucking tilt is the reason for the season, you dim-witted mouthpiece. If you want to do half-hour-long rants about inane and pointless topics, get yourself a fucking podcast like the rest of us and keep that shit off the real airways. It's for dumb shit like that that we have podcast that and to give failed radio host and comedians something to do with their spare time. Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. And oh, for all that some mental vegetable news host on pay cable blathers about an annoying thing that is actually not even real, that's nothing compared to the Christmas Nazi. You know, those people. I feel like I've got OCD, obsessive Christmas disorder. <laughs> but I know it's just the holiday spirit coursing through my body and into my heart and up into my red and green brain. <laughs> The ones who start hanging tinsel on October 1st and continually put the Pandora Christmas station on in the office. You know, I'm staunchly anti-death penalty except for people who play Christmas music at any other time than the window from Thanksgiving to New Year's Eve. Put them in the Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden? Excellent! Execute them! Bogus! The Nazi insist you share their special joy of Christmas, whether you want to or not. You know the one. The festive sweaters, lots of plates of cookies, enthusiastic to the point where you have to suspect... 
They're doing toots of coke in the ladies' room. They're on an inordinate amount of Christmas decorations in their office cube. Every office has one. Every family has one. And they are here to force you to love Christmas just as much as they do. You have 20 seconds to comply. You literally cannot tell this person. You have no desire to share in the love of the little baby Jesus, Santa Claus, or wear that fucking red hat. Would you get it off me? She will not listen to you. She cannot be reasoned with. She will not stop until you are merry. And when you finally snap, and God help you, you will eventually snap. And the Christmas Nazi assumes the same expression as a puppy you've just accidentally kicked because it doesn't have the common goddamn sense to keep out from under your feet. She'll just stare at you with these wounded eyes, tears rolling down her feet until you relent and put on that stupid fucking Santa hat and then she's happy again. Please note, I've used the feminine pronoun here because in my 46 years, I have never once met a male Christmas Nazi. If there is one, and I honestly do not want to meet him, I deeply apologize to every woman in the entire universe. Now, a lot of you... And by a lot, I mean you, Knut and Trondheim, naturally, are listening and wondering, where's the big redemption? Where's that moment when our host wakes up after being visited by the three ghosts who show him how much Christmas really means? You fuckers are in for a big disappointment. Life is not a He-Man and She-Ra Christmas special where even Skeletor learns a valuable lesson. I don't know what's coming over me. But whatever it is, I don't like it. Oh, stop licking my face, you dratty dog. Get away from me. You're drowning me. Get off. Why does this even exist? Why? They're in Eternia. Was, is there Christmas on Eternia? Is Orko Jesus? Is this the narrative that I'm supposed to... Fuck. You know what, Adam? I really want Skeletor to get Castle Grayskull now. I hope he takes over the whole fucking planet. And the masters of the universe. I am Adam. Why does this exist? Why is it here? Dr. Dickle, I need more medicine. No, dear listeners, the real reason you don't get the fuzzy redemption is for all I've just vented my spleen for the past 17 and a half minutes about Christmas, it's still fine. I don't hate Christmas. Why in the world would I hate a date on the calendar that makes people happy? Kids get toys, and for one day a year, a lot of people don't try to kill each other as much. That's always struck me as a little funny, that armies stop killing each other on Christmas. You hate each other enough for your entire nations to try and kill as many of each other as possible, but not today. Christ is okay with us killing each other for the other 364 days, but not on his birthday. Really, Christmas is fine. I just wish we could contain some of the bullshit that goes along with it. Maybe it could start later in the year. After all, Joni Mitchell didn't sing It's Coming on Christmas and We're Cutting Down Trees, singing songs of reindeer and joy and peace in fucking mid-September. Maybe we could accept that people could say happy holidays right up until December 15th 
And then say Merry Christmas from the 15th to the 25th, because if you're going to try and put Christ in Christmas, it should actually be sometime near Christmas. Conservatives, could you ease up on the annual war on Christmas freakout? And liberals, you guys stop fucking with the conservatives by calling it a solstice festival. You're doing that just to get a rise out of them. Maybe, just maybe, we could have this holiday about joy where we find our friends and family and a little sliver of fantasy that we give to the children so they can be happy. But honestly, honestly... If your kid is old enough to download an app from the iTunes stores, I do not have to pretend about fucking Santa Claus being real. If that little motherfucker is old enough to Google something, he does not need me to propagate your little mythos. Most of all, each of us just gets to celebrate the season in their own way. For some of us, it's about religion. For others, it's a secular holiday. Some want a big family event. Others want to sit at home on Christmas Eve with a bottle of Jameson and watch Die Hard all night long. Because no matter who you are or how you believe in this particular time of the year, you just need to have some tradition. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. That is it for our show this week. We would like to take this moment to sincerely thank the band Hypnostate, who provides our theme music in the opening credits. You can find their work on Jamindo.com. We want to thank all of you, the good little boys and girls who listen to this naughty, never nice show. If you haven't, subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us a rating and review. That is how people find this sad, sad, pathetic excuse for a podcast. We want to thank those of you who have followed us on Twitter found us at the show name on Facebook and checked out the website at www.whatthehellpodcast.com For me, you're Santa Claus, like if you mean girth and all these temporary sweatshop elves running around filling on the boards and running the production booths and shout out to Carl Pringle's Discount Elf Hut. You guys are awesome. We want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, whatever the fuck bullshit holiday you guys believe in. Just go and enjoy it. And spend it with somebody you actually give a shit about. Or with a bottle of Jameson's and Die Hard. And we'd like to remind you that you see us now a veteran of a thousand Christmas wars. We've been on edge so long when we fear the, hear the Fox News head roar. Too young to be so pissed. We don't want to hear no more. All my Christmas scars are on the inside. And I'm not sure there's any Mary left in me. Seltzer Kings Podcasts